Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Real Film Nerds that you are not going to listen to. But if you are hearing this, you are, so that's good. I am your host, Matt. With me, as always, my buddy Mike. Hey, everyone. Why don't you think anyone's going to listen, man? We're up, man. Did you look at the We're how up. many people listen today? We've had a whole three people today. No, dude. There was like 35 people. What? I think you're full of crap. No, dude. You you don't know. We're making waves. Making waves like the Meg? Well, yeah, I guess the Meg is making waves. <laughs> like, 100, 148 million international, like international and domestic. Well, what was it this weekend? It hit like 41 million or something or 42, something like that. And it was yeah, I think projected. 42. Yeah, it was projected for twenty, which is yeah. probably more like what it should be. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay, so as you can tell, everyone, this week we are reviewing the Meg. Mike, go ahead, get rolling, give us the deets. All right, the Meg was directed by John Turtletow, writers. Dean Gregorius, uh, John Hober, Eric Hober, and it's uh, starring uh, Jason Statham, Bing Bing Lee, Rain Wilson, Cliff Curtis, Winston Chow, Shuya Sophie Kai, Ruby Rose, Paige Kennedy, and Robert Taylor. The synopsis for this movie is, after escaping an attack by what he claims was a 70-foot shark, Jonas Taylor must confront his fears to save those trapped in a sunken submersible. See, you just wanted to say Bing Bing Lee again, didn't you? Well, I mean, that's kind of a, it's fun to say. Is that going to be the name of your firstborn, is Bing Bing? <laughs> I, d- I doubt it. Oh, come on. I mean, it's, you mean it's it not could- a family name, Mike? <laughs> no, Bing Bing is not a family name. What? But ma- you don't but, have but maybe- like some crazy aunt named Bing Bing. Well, well, maybe I could name him like Apple or Toast or whatever the celebrities name their kids. Um, lobster. Lobster. I think you should go yeah. with lobster. Well, that'd be only if the uh, uh, son or daughter is born in um, Maine. You could make it happen. Cause just go say what's up to Jared. Be like, what's up, Jared? <laughs> yeah, that that I mean, I guess that I guess that could happen. I guess that could happen. We're birthing our firstborn and we're naming naming it Lobster in honor of Maine. And Red Lobster. No, not Red Lobster. Just, you know, lobster, you know, all that that Maine yeah, lobster. Yeah, but in honor of Red Lobster because it's so delicious. I don't know how the May got us talking about seafood, but... Uh, See, it's because I have this wonderful ability to get off track really easy and really fast. So, Matt, what 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 uh, what did you like about this movie, or or what didn't you like about this movie? Do you want what the, are your feelings? Do you want the shorter list or do you want the longer list? Uh. I'm just shocked that you took notes. Uh, why don't you read the shorter list? Well, I'm not going to look at my notes, though. I took them, but I'm probably not going to look at them. 
But uh, the shortlist is the only thing I liked of this entire hot garbage movie is Jason Statham. Everything else was terrible. Everything else was terrible, except for the little uh, uh, Chinese girl. She was kind of funny. And her and Jason Statham playing off of each other was pretty good. So that's it? That's all you liked? Pretty Just much. Jason Statham? Pretty much, yep. I I liked some parts of this movie a little bit, but for the most part, I have to agree. No, dude, this movie was terrible. Here, I'll really get into my notes here. It was uh, boring. The The shark looked okay. Uh, the surprise of two Megalodons was kind of interesting. Spoiler alert, I guess I should have said that. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, man. You, you. Uh, spoiler alert. Acting, for the most part, was okay. It wasn't great. Jason Statham did a good job. Cliff Curtis always does pretty good. But the girl's name you like to say the most, Bing Bing Lee, I thought she was freaking terrible. She was a horrible, horrible lead actress. I, I don't know where the hell she came from. She looks familiar. She she had to have been in other stuff. But that was that was some horrible acting she did. Horrible. Yeah, uh, I I, th- I thought it was really bad as well. But I I think Matt, with this particular movie, it's uh it's very uh, Chinese oriented. Yeah, once again, that was one of the things I was going to talk about because you know is is this another one on the lines of skyscraper? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is even worse. But uh, yeah, like because they're they're. There's multiple times where they're speaking Chinese, and there's nothing wrong with that. But this movie was, uh, like, paid for by a Chinese production company and uh, takes place off of the China coast. And, uh, you know, there's Chinese actors and stars in it. So it's kind of pandering to the Chinese market. Um, Yeah, but one of the best Chinese-slash-American actors... Um, Hiro, uh, what's it, Hiro, oh, what's his last name, Nakamura? I think that's his last name, hold on, I'm gonna pull up the, uh, the old uh, IMDB. Of course, he didn't even make the first freaking page. Masaoka? Masaoka, yes. The guy that plays Hiro in Heroes, he's like one of the better well-known, uh, well, he's not Chinese, he's Japanese actors, and he you know, spoiler alert again, he dies like right off the freaking bat. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, kind of a waste of a character. He's done that a lot, though. Not in Heroes, but in all the different movies he's been in, he'll be in the movie for like 10 minutes and then he dies. It sucks because he's actually not a terrible actor. Yeah, I'm not sure why he was uh, so quickly knocked out of this movie, but um, yeah, this. This movie was um, pretty ridiculous on a lot of things. Uh, there, there was one almost uh, good message about like shark conservation in it, but it was only for about a minute, and then the movie went on to being just what it is, which is not the best movie. Wow, aren't you polite? Not the best movie. Just say it, Mike. It was garbage. Uh, I yeah. Yeah, it, it it was it was uh, Hollywood crap, um, and I guess I I don't even know if we could call it Hollywood because I don't I don't know 
this this one was really even hard to to do uh, the segment about uh, MCU doo doo all the I <laughs> said doo doo uh, all the all, all the people that are involved seem to be like the B or C teams of movie making. Well, and we got an F movie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, some of these people that did this did some pretty well-known movies, but not anything really in the MCU. Like, there were some people that did, like, The Hobbit, and there was, um, uh, not Mission Impossible, uh, there was a big action movie. Oh, some of them were on Avatar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think everyone made Avatar. I think all of Hollywood shut down and made Avatar. That's why it costs, like, $400 million. They're like, hey, everyone. We need to make a movie. You want to know what pissed me off probably the most out of anything else in this movie? Is that everything else in the movie other than the shark was the most suspenseful part of the movie. Like the boat flipping over and capsizing. That was more suspenseful than the shark itself. Or like the chick that was, you know, she was stuck in the shark cage that the impossible shark cage. That was more freaking suspenseful than the shark. Sure, the shark actually got her, got it in its mouth, but you're like, yeah, you know, the shark's not going to be able to choke that down, so it wasn't suspenseful at all. But the whole time she was in it, and all the shit around it breaking and this and that, it was, they really could have made it fun and goofy and C-rated and, you know, a B-movie and slapsticky and just, and it wasn't. Like, it tried to be too serious, and they shouldn't have done that. Everyone says it's this funny, great shark movie, and it was not funny. It was not funny at all. Well, the the only times the humor really landed well for me was uh, Jason Statham and the the little girl uh, playing uh, Mai Ying, uh, Shuya Sophie Kai. Um, she and Jason Statham had a a good. I don't know chemistry, and it was it was funny, like their little jokes and stuff. But other than that, all the jokes were pretty bad. Like just seemed poorly timed. Like it seemed like this movie was shot with one take, every single take. Yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting way of putting it. Like, uh, um, I I understand. Like Paige uh, Kennedy. Every single time he would drop something in there, it just did not go. It just did not go. It really did not. Yeah, even the like um, the billionaire guy, uh, the character Morris, uh, Rain Wilson, it seemed just forced and awkward when he was trying to... He, I, I don't know. It just seemed not right. And Rain Wilson, as everyone knows from The Office, is an amazing comedic actor. I mean, The Office is what he's most known for, but he has done a really bang-up job in the few movies that he has been in. But this one, no, man, it just, it was just, fell flat. And then uh, I just had some problems with some of the aspects of the scuba diving and the swimming scenes due to, uh, I am an enthusiast for scuba diving, but uh it just misrepresented some things but that's fine that's that's great that's that's movies now didn't you go scuba diving this past weekend in intercourse pennsylvania yes i did go scuba diving this past weekend so were you afraid of the meg coming to eat you when you were scuba diving 
Absolutely. But then I, I remember that Jason Statham took care of all of the issues, so I didn't, I didn't have to worry about it. It was because that foam barrier kept this giant animal from breaking through, right? Yes. Yes, it was it was the foam barrier, and like so when I when I uh, go scuba diving, I I keep my lights off, so I'm good. Nice, because they don't smell you in the water or anything, right? No, no, like you know the the gaping wounds I have, those don't do anything to attract sharks. <laughs> See, I knew you were gonna start tearing it apart more than me, Mike. That's good. Get to work. Let's go. Now, it just, it was, it was not a good movie. I was hoping for it to be maybe a good, bad movie. And, but by, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, if any of our, uh, listeners have, uh, watched Deep Blue Sea, um, it's, it's a pretty terrible shark movie about, like, genetically altered sharks and this research facility, kind of like this movie. And, uh, Things go wrong, and anyway, the sharks start attacking people. But the movie take doesn't take itself too seriously, and there's lots of just, like, good humor. There's one of the best scenes, I think, in a movie. I don't know, with the with the monologue and, and, and Sam L. Jackson, it's just, it's really great. So, if you want to see a good, bad movie... Watch Deep Blue Sea. This movie I I cannot recommend to see. It's it's not worth money from anyone. It's not worth money. <laughs> well, uh, the people going to see it are arguing against that because it's as we pointed out at the start, it's doing a hell of a lot better than anybody thought it would. Yeah, I couldn't tell you why. I, I guess America's obsession with sharks, uh, Shark Week was just a few weeks ago. Maybe people are still kind of in that summery, like, beach kind of, let's go see a movie about sharks kind of thing. That's that's all I can think of. I, I don't know why else. Or, you know, may, maybe this is what America wants. We don't want smart movies anymore. It was just all around really, really, really bad. Yeah, I, uh, like I wasn't CG, saying that this was smart, yeah. The CG was, like, mediocre. No, I know, you weren't saying it was smart, but, I mean, I'm just saying all around it was bad. It wasn't just that it's not smart. You know, there's nothing wrong with a mindless movie. Like, you know, like Mission Impossible Fallout. That's not a smart movie, but it's a pretty decent movie. It's a good action movie, you know? Yeah, no, that movie actually makes you think a little bit about, like, kind of what's going on, the back and forth stuff. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you're right. You don't need to really keep track of everything. You can just kind of enjoy the ride, I guess. When I was trying to, when I was looking something up, I actually, I don't remember who now, but there is someone that was on this movie that was in Deep Blue Sea as well. Wow. There was, huh? And I don't remember who it is. Well, there's a there's a couple scenes that kind of reminded me of uh, this legacy cast that we just did about uh, Jaws, and I think it was kind of a, a homage to the the original movie. Um, there's a scene where the shark gets caught on some things and starts dragging some people, and uh, I kind of 
thought that reminded me of the the pier scene with the guys who were trying look like they tip back a few and they're trying to to catch the shark to get the reward money and he takes like uh what was it the turkey or the roast or something that his wife was bought and they they throw it on a big hook and they try and catch the shark and ends up ripping the pier off well they have some kind of scene kind of similar to this and then there's uh there's uh, a dog in this movie that is also named Pippin. Like, uh, yeah, that was the, pretty funny. In the uh, in the original movie, uh, there was a lab named Pippin. I, I'm not gonna say what kind of dog this this one was, but uh, it should yeah, have, it, was, it should have gotten eaten. Matt, you're spoiling it like crazy, man. Come on. Well, so what? This movie's crap. All right, yeah. So that th- this this Pippin survives where the other one didn't. But other than that, man, this this movie is not great. Uh, the this the CG for the shark wasn't too bad, but some of the other CG stuff looked like it was rushed, and it probably was. But the the shark actually looked okay. Yeah, the shark wasn't bad. It was okay. I mean, it was you know fifty fifty. Some of the some of the times it looked really good. Some of the times it looked really really bad. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know one that bo- that bothered me as well. What's you know that? what else grinds my gears? There, we'll do the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Peter what Griffin. Grinds your gears? <laughs> the Peter Griffin segment. Um, there was absolutely no boobs, and there was hardly any blood. How can you have a shark movie without much blood or boobs? You need both. It's a rule. It's in the Hollywood playbook. Well, Matt, do you think that the PG-13 rating helped get it to the $42 million debut that it had instead of having an R rating, which is limited or supposed to be limited on who can get inside? Yeah, probably, because when I went and saw it on opening night, it was mostly filled with uh, parents and their kids, younger-ish kids. Not super young, but I would say middle school and up. Yeah, now, uh, on, on I guess I'm going to derail the, the review just for a second. I'm sure I have done enough derailing as it is, Mike, so. So so with that, Matt, how is the movie pass working for you? Are you canceling? I probably should, but I haven't yet because you keep telling me not to. But I am going I am coming up on almost a full month and I have not been able to see one movie using my movie pass. I went and saw this movie, The Meg, at my local Harkins. Because I prefer going there. I can sit where I want. I almost always get right in the middle. And I saw it at Harkins on a Thursday. And I paid the full, you know, $9 for a ticket. But hey, I'm racking up my Harkins reward points. So I guess that's good. So the a whole month. So I, is that the tipping point for you? Uh, I'm coming you- up to it. Yeah. If I hit... A solid month without being able to use MoviePass, there's probably no point in keeping anymore. Well, they they really like it that way, Matt, because that's that's how they make money. Right. They get the cash, and they don't have to pay any out. Yeah, so I guess, is this weekend, this this final, uh, is this the final weekend uh, to try and watch something? Maybe, but the movie that we were originally going to do for this coming Thursday, but got pushed back because neither of us could make it to the theaters is an app picture show or in move in my movie pass app. So 
I can't even go see it there anyways. So it's pretty much a done deal. It's clo- it's 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 uh getting canceled. Maybe Are you going to try Probably. The- I don't know. They just re up my sub, so I got another month that I've paid for. Oh. Uh I I was going to ask if you were going to try the c- cinema or I don't know. It's it's, yeah, it's, it's I don't it's know how you spell cinema, it. It's cinema, but it's spelled with an s. Oh, okay. We actually have a uh someone running for Senate or Congress in Arizona that her last name is Cinema. Spelled like the theater? Spelled like the the ticket program, yep. S-I-N-E-M-I-A, I think, something like that. I don't think she's related to that program whatsoever, but it's kind of hmm. an odd coincidence. It is kind of odd. Well, okay, so sorry about that side segment, but everybody wants to hear about the, the movie pass uh, drama since pretty much... There's been tons of it. Well, I would love to hear the numbers on how many people have canceled. I don't think Movie Pass will probably ever release it. But out of all my friends slash acquaintances in the Prescott area that I know that have Movie Pass, every single one of them have jumped off ship in the past two weeks. Yeah, I have a coworker. Uh, who had it, and uh, as soon as he wasn't able to see um, Mission Impossible, canceled. See, I'm okay with only being able to see three movies a month because it still would save me money. I'm not super happy about it, but I would deal with it because it's still saving me money. The problem is, is now they are restricting even which movies you can go see of the three that you are allowed to go see. So why do I want to have it at all? If they would leave it open like they originally said they were going to when they first cut it to three movies a month, then I'd be fine with it because I could have gone and seen the Meg. But no, they announced publicly this week that it is going to be limited to two movies of their choosing. They really can't figure out what the heck they want to do. They've flip-flopped and changed so many times. I think that's why everybody's canceling. Yeah, it's bullshit. They change the terms of service every single time you wipe your ass. It's horrible. Man, that is a lot of changes. That's why the guys that I know that had it jumped off, it wasn't even so much you know, that they couldn't do this, they couldn't do that, or whatever. It's because they keep playing with people. Right now, they're just playing with people. Yeah, it's almost like they should have had maybe something figured out a little bit before they did. They went live with their their nine nine ninety nine special. See, I I kind of saw this coming because of what happened when I was originally on Movie Pass um, for years, and the changes they did to me uh, kind of have been some of the changes that have happened to you guys, but a uh, little little slower. But there's only like, you know, 10 of us, so. Yeah, 11 team. <laughs> now there's 3 million. I'm really interested. I would love to know what their numbers are right now. I, I If they haven't lost a million subscribers, I would be surprised. I'll be surprised if they have over 500,000. Right now? Yeah. Interesting. We're a fickle bunch. Makes me us, feel special, us, though. Us millennials. Hey. You leave me out of that millennial talk. All right. Mostly millennials. Gen X. Woo woo. No, I'm technically I'm I'm you well you too. 
I we're both kind of in a weird zone. We're not millennials and we're not really Gen X. Yeah, they they don't they don't like our zone. No, they don't. Because we grew up without internet and we grew up without all this other shit that the millennials grew up with. But yeah, we know how to use all that stuff and we're very talented at most of it. At least some of us are. Well, yeah, we definitely uh grew up with the internet coming around and I I remember begging my parents to 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 get it and they're like what is it i'm like it doesn't matter just get it (laughs) yeah i got my first time i got the internet was middle school you remember yeah i think you got it before me yeah right around the same time it was probably a little bit before you and then you i probably helped pressure you to pressure parents into getting it because you remember like one of the very first things we did the instant we got the internet uh icq that was one of them. Uh, online video games? Yeah. That's one thing that like people don't understand is like online video gaming, specifically first-person shooters, is nothing new. We've been doing it since the 90s. People were doing it in the late 80s. But you and I have been doing it since the 90s. Yeah, yeah. No, people used to have LAN parties and uh, basically uh, local area network uh, like parties where you'd bring computers around and and play games because you couldn't get the speeds if you tried to do it over something else but then the internet came out and it was fast enough to an extent to be able to have uh some servers and and some games and stuff played like of course your ping time is still always an issue but you want to have the lowest ping to be able to play the online games. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but we were able to do it. I mean, we played Quake and Doom 2, and my favorite was the original Quake with the original Team Fortress. I loved that game. I loved that. I played that so much. So many sleepless nights. You know, we played, it was me and you, and Jeff Gill played a little bit with us, and we had our little clan going on, and didn't uh, Adam Blicky play with us too? Yeah. Yeah, He played with us, too. And then uh, I think John played with us for a little while. Yeah, we had a whole thing going, man. And this was in middle school. This is not even high school yet, people. So. Yeah, middle all school. You, all you kids that think online gaming is this new great thing, you, no. We've been doing it. We just had to type instead of talk to each other through the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did have to type yeah. fast. You had to learn. <laughs> yeah, I, you learned how to type fast, especially when you're shit talking. well all right mike i guess we should probably get back on topic so hey ruby rose we need to talk about ruby rose oh ruby rose yes the the um the what was it like programmer engineer character in the movie or i have no idea she did like everything but my biggest question with ruby rose is why did she always look like she was wet like, even when you're first introduced to her, and they're like, oh, here, this is Jack. She does blah, blah, blah. And she built a station, and she did this, and she did this. And it looks like she literally just got out of the shower. And she looks like that throughout the entire movie. Even if she's in or on land or in a boat and hasn't gone in the water. What the hell was the deal with that? That, was, that really just distracted the shit out of me. I I I have no idea, Matt, but you're right. She She did have constantly like wet hair or wet looking hair maybe because they were close to the water her hair is always wet i no i'm not buying that shit it was terrible what do you think of ruby rose 
I don't know. It's, she just has a, uh, I don't, it's a weird character, I guess. Um, I was trying to, I was like, she looks familiar. And then I realized that she was in uh, uh, Equalizer 2. And she was kind of one of the, one of the bad guys that, that um, John Wick had to fight off uh, towards the end. So Why did you say she was in Equalizer 2 and then she had to fight off John Wick? Oh, I meant John Wick too. My bad. Oh man, brain fart. Uh, you're getting old. Yeah, she was in John Wick too, man. She was the hardcore assassin that was like the last tier before you got to the big bad guy in John Wick too. Yeah, she was like the bodyguard of the big bad guy. Yeah, but you know what else she's she was in? I think. Well, it's probably the first thing I remember seeing her in, other than uh, UFC and all that shit. Um, is uh, Orange is the New Black? Oh, maybe I recognize her from that. I don't. I don't think I put that in there. Yeah, uh, she's one of the. Mind. She's one of the inmates in Orange is the New Black. One of the later inmates, not one of the ones that's in the first like two or three seasons. I think she comes. She might come in like season three or four. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of behind on the Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little behind. I believe Orange and the New Black latest season just came out uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I haven't seen the latest season, and I haven't seen the season before that. But up to that, I've seen that point. Uh, I was just very mad at a particular character's death. And I was like, oh, well, that could just kind of ruins the show then. All right. I'll stop watching for a while. Yeah, the uh, you know, one thing that I was also disappointed about this movie, man, the Meg was John Turtletaub has done some pretty good movies. And I don't know what happened here. Like You think it was just a paycheck movie for him? I I don't know, but like uh, you know, he's done National Treasure and Phenomenon, Instinct. I mean, there's some good movies that the guy's done. When do you think they're going to come out with National Treasure 3? I don't know, pretty soon now. Yeah, well clearly he caught someone's eye. Yeah, I I don't know. Oh, he did he did this movie that Mags loves while you were sleeping. Hmm. She loves that movie. Yeah. Uh, cool Runnings. I mean, John Candy. Oh, so good. Classic. Everybody loves Cool Runnings. Yeah. I mean, I of course these movies are a little bit dated. Cool Runnings ninety three. While you're sleeping is ninety five. Phenomena is 96, so he was rocking it for a while. And then some movies that we won't talk about. And then National Treasure 2004, National Treasure, the second one, Book of Secrets 2007. And then he, th- then he did another uh, Nick Cage movie, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, I never you know, saw that. It was all right. It's not that great. I wanted to see it, but that was that's that time period where Nick Cage was doing everything. I think he still is, too. Where yeah, he was we'll, like, we'll, what? Yeah. I get a paycheck? All right, I'll do it. Yeah, well, I think Nick Cage came under some financial problems due to being robbed and poor investments, like comic books and castles. Comic books and castles? Yeah, I guess he bought some castle in Scotland or Ireland or England, some place where there's castles, and I guess it got foreclosed on. And- hmm. Yeah, whatever. All right, so Mike, while we're talking about the director and going down the list, let's do it. I know I helped you out with this one. 
because you're struggling. Mike, how does The Meg relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Thanks for asking, Matt. Yeah, I was really struggling, really worried about this. I was like, why? Why is this new movie harder than some of the other movies that we've been looking at? But with your assistance, we found Tim Adams in visual effects for The Meg also worked on Spider-Man and Black Panther. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, what was it, the the new... The latest one. Spider-Man Homecoming, baby. Yeah, sorry. Spider-Man Homecoming. So with this, Matt, how many reels do you give the Meg? We're already jumping right into how many reels I'm going to give. I guess we probably should. We're at like 37 uh, minutes and you have to go to bed because you're a little princess. Yes, princess is tired. Uh, Princess Mysterious Mike. All right, so Princess, I give the hot garbage mess, the Meg, probably higher than I should because I am not as hardcore as you are, and I am a large fan of Jason Statham. If I was a lady, I would, you know, oogle him all the time. Yeah, Handsome Rob. I would, Handsome Rob, for sure. Dude, I I just love Jason Statham and Crank, man. Those two movies, see, those two movies right there, Crank and Crank 2, didn't take themselves serious, are really just off the wall. I mean, those were, oh, see, that's what I I was expecting, something like that for the Meg. Oh, yeah. Crank 1 is great. Crank 2 is a little... Crank 2 gets really weird. Really weird. But Crank 1 was awesome. But I loved loved both those movies, man. They were so much fun, and they didn't take themselves serious, and they were just so just... Off the wall, just odd and crazy. Anyways, alright, I'll get back on it. I give the Meg two and a half reels out of five. What? That's crazy, man. That's that's way, way higher than I thought you were gonna do. Oh dude, I I I see, I told you I'm not as harsh as you are. I just am not. Two and a half is still a failing grade. It's still a D. Okay. So you know, it's not an F, but it's still not a great grade. Okay. All right, Mike. So what the hell is your rating then? Let me guess. You gave it half a star or you gave it four stars because you are infatuated with Jason Statham as well. Or because you like saying the name Bing Bing. No, I, well, I do like saying the name Bing Bing. This movie, ah, man, I was wrestling with the, the, what I should do. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm going to go with one reel. Wow. I think that is our lowest rating ever. Yeah, this this movie was... Do not see this movie. You really... Hopefully our our podcast is entertainment enough so you don't have to watch this movie because it was awful. Well, and if you want us to spoil the shit out of it, we can. It's real easy because it wasn't very good. There's two Megalodons... There's a whole beach and oceanside filled with a bunch of people. Not a single freaking one of them gets eaten. The stupid shark swims underneath the whole thing. Yeah, you're all yeah, you're you're all obsessed about the violence. It was just, I don't know, it was Dude, ridiculous. It's a stupid shark movie. You're it's supposed to be violent. It's supposed to be people getting freaking eaten, right? Like jaws, and here the Meg is literally swimming underneath 
thousands of people not eating a single one of him, but he hears some noise and decides to go try and eat Jason Statham instead? What kind of shit is that? Come on. I I should change my rating. I should change it to one and a half, but gah. <laughs> that part was is so stupid. It was like, oh yeah, it's on. He found all these people that are just floating in these tubes. It's he's gonna eat them like damn Cheerios. Nope. No, he didn't. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. God. So yeah, no, I I can't I can't uh recommend this movie. Um, the one thing that I, I will say that it, it somewhat addressed in about 60 seconds was the shark conservation about the shark fin soup. So I would advise you not to eat shark fin soup. Okay. You've seen the movie. You're good. Hey, you know what? I agree with that because at least they, it was a little graphic. It was one of the more graphic parts, I guess you would say in the movie, but they did actually show, you know, the remnants of the sharks and the whole shark, there's nothing wrong with, you know, eating certain types of sharks and things like that. But being in Prescott, and I'm not really a hunter, but I know lots of hunters. And I, you know, being around Native Americans and all these other things. And you got to respect the animals, man. If you're going to kill one because for sport or to eat or whatever, you use the whole animal. Like... When I go fishing, if I don't throw the fish back, I eat it. I don't throw it out. I definitely eat it. And I use the whole animal except for the, you know, bones. But well, eat, yeah, yeah. You know, use the whole animal. I mean, I I don't know. I probably shouldn't tell you this story because it'll make the podcast even longer and it might upset you, Mike. But um, when my uncle, I thought it was my father when my father got married. But when my uncle got married... My dad and my uncle went shark fishing. That was one of the big things they did for um, my uncle's, you know, wedding gift or something. I don't know. My dad chartered a boat and they went and shark fished and they got one. But guess what? They ate the whole shark. The whole thing. They cut it up. They froze it. They made shark steaks. They made, you know, all kinds of stuff. If you're going to eat an animal, you want to use the whole animal. I'm sorry. That's that's just my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I I think I I think I can I could uh, do that because uh, it's just like if you if you kill a deer or or a uh, bear or or a buffalo, you know. Yeah. You, you would, uh, you know, most of the people would be responsible and eat the whole thing, you know, minus the couple things that we can't, you know, like the bones and the the guts and stuff. But uh, you know, all the meat, all the meat will be eaten. I think it's only proper, but, you know, history tells us otherwise. I mean, the the West, I mean, the buffaloes were, you know, taken to extinction just for their pelts. I mean, think about all the thousands of people you could have fed with all that meat, you know, millions probably. Right, right. Yeah, they were all just, yep, yep. We're getting hardcore off topic, but it's just, I don't know. That's one of the, I'm not a, I'm not a hippie i'm not one of these green people save the fucking planet kind of shit but i just feel if you are going to kill another creature there needs to be a reason behind it i'm sorry that's just my thoughts anyways all right on that somber note mike you got anything else you want to add about this hot piece of garbage or cold piece of garbage is cold better i i don't know i i would just say just just garbage Okay, just. let's just go with cold, wet, stinky garbage. 
Okay, okay. Um, yeah, it was just, it's not good. Don't, don't see this. Don't waste $9 like we did to go see this stupid movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, go get yourself a Chipotle burrito instead. Yeah, that would be better. That's it. I'm doing that. I'm doing that, Mike. We are now the unofficial podcast of Chipotle. You're just doing that to try and get some free Chipotle. Hell I know yeah, him. if they hook it up with some burritos. Dude, I would wear a freaking Chipotle t-shirt every day if they would sponsor the podcast. I'm down with that. Yeah, pull a little little uh, uh, Happy Gilmore action where he's like wearing the Subway shirt. And he's all, all I have to do is show him this card and I have free Subway for life. Yeah, dude, I'd totally be down with that for Chipotle. Oh, yeah. I love Chipotle. That place is great. All right. All right, well, I'm done. I, I don't have anything else to add. Just uh, don't see this movie. Just don't. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Don't don't see this movie. Uh, don't eat shark fin soup. Don't see this movie. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.